Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry, where the integrity of men matters. We welcome you to today's broadcast, and we look forward to coming to you each and every week that we may speak to you and encourage the men of God. Be strong, stand strong, and see God work in your lives. Now let's welcome Pastor West and the men of Rally Point as they talk this week about their topic. God bless you. Oh boy. Your camera is still broadcasting you. Um, so. Ed, are you the host? Yeah. Hey, you better call the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's but got. He's yeah. He got, he got Ed as, he got Ed as the owner. He's the owner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so, hey, um, this morning, right, as we uh, go down the list, of the attitudes, um, one of the tough areas, right, for us to deal with, especially uh, during times of darkness, uh, times of like we're in right now, right. Um, this is a, this is a dark time for the world, you know, a dark time for our yeah. nation, um, and it's tough for a man to be meek in this time, right. Yeah. Uh, it's extremely hard for a man to be meek, and that that that's the third attitude in our. Uh, and our list of virtues, right, is blessed are the meek, uh, for they shall possess the earth, right? Yeah, they shall possess the earth. And, you know, as I was looking through what meekness is, um, man, I'll tell you, now more than ever, we need some meek men in the world, right? Um, now more than ever, uh, the sons of God need to stand up and say, here we are, you know, and it's going to be through our ability to stay humble and, and meek uh, during this, this time. You know, but um, let's just let's just get a definition out there. Let's just get something we can work off of. Um, who can who can tell me what is what is meekness? What does it mean to be meek? Strength the power under control. Power under control, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It also means you got to be somewhat humble too. Hmm. Hmm. Patient, submissive. Yeah. Patient and submissive. Sure. Hmm. Anybody else? I think it's having um, that you're you're right, but you don't exercise that rightness. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, huh? Like a rightness. Like, a, yeah, like, you know, even though you have the power, you don't yeah. exercise that power. You know? Um, that's, in, <clears throat> I mean, for us men, that's huge, right? Because, I mean, a lot of the times we do have the power. You know, um, and unfortunately, you know, some of us, we exercise that power when we have it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But sometimes, sometimes, you know, even though we have the power, even though we're right, you know, in a given situation, um, we have to uh, give way to, um, to the spirit. We have to give way uh, for relationship's sake. See, for God, it's more important. Relationship is more important than if we're right or wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, it's way more important to God that we have right relationships with each other, that we have right relationships with our spouses than us being right. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, the world has told us that, hey, when you're right, stand up. You know what I mean? Stand strong. You know, fight. You know, and, and for most of us, for us guys, right, let's, let's be honest, there's not often that we're right, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of times we're wrong. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we might, we don't have opportunities to get right that often. So when we are right, we want to stand on that rightness, right? Declare our liberty. You know? Jeff, did you have something sound like you wanted to? No, I'm oh. I'm good. So, I guess two questions that come to mind. One is, I mean, Ed mentioned it earlier. He said, uh, meek and humble. Right? Two two words that go together. You know, and, and the reality of it is, is, I mean, I've said this over and over again to you guys. Those virtues, um, they're all really one piece of fruit with many slices, right? So, they all work in conjunction with each other. Um, yeah. Back and forth, forth and back. Right, but what's the difference yeah. between uh, meekness and humility? Well, stumped you. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference? Being humble means you're being submissive. Where meekness is like I said, power and strength under control. But it sounds like it sounds like it's weakness. But it's not. It's power and strength. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, I think you have. I think. I think you have. I think. Uh, I think meekness to me is like what we did last week. It's. It's. It, it includes com compassion. You know, what I mean, it's like rolled up all of these beatitudes rolled up into one. Compassion being meekness, where you're putting others above yourself, irregardless of whether they're right or wrong lifting people up versus being the dominant one so um it, it is a uh, i mean it's part of being humble i would think uh being meek is part of being humble but humble is a lot more than that hmm hmm anybody else anybody else any other thoughts are we talking um humility as in the beatitudes right right yeah so, I mean, again, the humility in that sense is that sense that uh, I need God, that I can't do this on my own, that I'm not, yeah, it's yeah. not my own strength, it's not my flesh that can do this. Yeah. And I think um, meekness is a combination of taking that and realizing that, but at the same time, too, um, that I'm not going to stand on, I'm not going to misuse authority. I mm. think you know, hmm. that, that I can, you know, <laughs> Just to give you, years ago when Don and I first got together, um, after we were married, and uh, I'll never forget, uh, we were uh, we were at Home Depot, and she made some comment, I can't remember what it was, but I, I turned and I threw scripture at her. Man, she turned around so fast and said, never <laughs> scripture against me. And I really realized afterwards that I was wrong because I was trying to... Uh, <laughs> create submissiveness through, you know, God's word. And that was not, you know, that was the wrong application. Mm. So that stuck with me forever. Hmm. Yeah, something, something just kind of, kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting, right? As many times as I've gone over these virtues and studied them, each time I get a new revelation, right? And it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, as Jeff was talking, as he was explaining it, it kind of made me think that, you know, meekness is kind of the action of humility. Yeah. You know, True. it's kind of like the action word. It's the, it's the active part of humility. You know? Yeah, because humility is that, you know, Lord, I'm not even good enough to pray to you, yeah. to seek you. Um, I'm, 
on my on my best days is rags before God, right? It's understanding that I've missed it. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, I'm nothing without God, right? Yeah. That's humility, you know. Um, and, and meekness is is now now we're we're into meekness and we're saying okay now I have this authority I have this power, right? I'm strong in the Lord. I'm strong as a man, but I'm still nothing without God, yeah. right? And I have to exercise that. There's opportunities. There's times when I have to exercise that. And that's meekness. My exercising the fact that even though I might have the authority, even though I might be stronger, even though I might be right, because I'm nothing before God and because he's forgiven me all my sins, I have to forgive others. There's, I have to let other things go so that for the sake of love and relationship, things can move forward. You know, that's 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 kind of like the difference between the two, right? They work hand in hand. I don't I don't believe that you can be meek without operating in the area of humility. I, I don't believe it that you can, um, you know, or by operating in the area of compassion, because, you know, if you're not compassionate for your fellow man, um, there's no way that that you're going to be able to. Um, let them slide on things or, or, you know, not exercise your authority over them. You know, um, if we have compassion for each other, then that tells me that, you know what, I've, I've fallen short and been forgiven. So who am I not to forgive my brother when he falls short, right? Um, and then that allows meekness to come in, right? Yeah. So how does, how does, a, man, how does a man become meek? You know, and we're just kind of we're just kind of drawing really kind of foundation real quick, right? Because I I, want, I really want to get into this conversation of of how does this how do we do this now? How do we do this in this uh, this dark time, man? And when everybody else, when meekness is out the window, humility is out the window, compassion is out the window. You know, how do we do this? But but how does a man become meek? How does a man become meek? How does that happen? Well, we have to go by the word and read the word a lot. And that has to go to your heart. Yeah, I was going to say a softening of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I think you have, you have, to, you have to intentionally uh, intentionally do it. You have, to, you have to know what we're learning and how it applies and what the definitions are. And then you have to put it into use. You have to actually, you have to force yourself to do it because by nature, we're not that. We're the opposite. So I think it, it actually becomes, at, at least at the beginning, that you have to intentionally lower yourself down being meek to others, not expressing your authority, understanding that like God, you can't do anything without God, but you can't do anything alone either. So you have to be, you have to almost allow yourself to consider everybody being equal to you, even though you might know in your heart that you got the answers and that you're higher than them or more intelligent than them. So I think it's an intentional act where maybe at the beginning you have to force yourself to be that way, but then it becomes like anything else. The more you do it, the easier it is to do when it becomes natural. Uh, yeah, hmm. true. Hmm. True. Hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. 
But I, I, I see I see some snares in the uh in the trappings, right? I see some snares. Um because for us men, right, um What does that lead us to? Like, what is that? What is that? Uh, what road might we go down? Um, if if we're if we're walking in this place of authority and power. Pride. Yeah, my yeah. Pride. Yeah. There's a huge. There's a, there's, a, there's a huge snare for pride, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, and what's pride say? What does pride say? Yeah, pride. Well, doesn't pride say, "I'm doing this"? I, I, I can do it myself. Yeah, right. yeah, well, right. Yeah, you can do it yourself or your back. I, I there's a, a thing that I always uh, uh, one of the things I've, I took, I've taken away from meetings is ego stands for edging God out. <laughs> whenever, whenever I let, my, whenever God. I'm in my head, I'm not, I'm not looking up. That sounds like a Jeff Tosh saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, he, he, he came ready this morning. So, so that that's that in that in lies right the the quest and the opportunity for us to become meek, right? Because if we if we have we can have a false sense of meekness, right? Um, we can we can have a, a false sense saying, hey, you know. I'm doing these things, but I'm going to have a false sense of humility and kind of play like it's God who's doing these things. But the reality in my heart, you know, it's, it's a me syndrome versus a God syndrome. Right. Um, and we could easily fall into that. Right. We can have these false truths that resonate within us. And if we're not careful, it could bring us down the roads that are just far, far from God. You know. Yep, we saw you too, Carol. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the meek, um, the meek person uh, doesn't rely on himself, right? He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't say, I can do all things, right? right. I have confidence in myself. <laughs> um, you know, after all, I'm strong, I'm able, right? That's not what the meek man says, no. The meek man says, I see God in all things. And he is able, right? Uh, and willing to help me, right? The meek man says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. Yeah, right. That's right. Right, because, because that strength that we talked about, right? That authority that we talked about, that's not our strength and our authority. No. That's the strength and authority that comes from God. Yeah. Right? That's his. So so it's only through him that we even are in a position that we're in to have uh power over something or a situation or someone. Right? And 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 if he's given us the power, then who are we to lord it over others? Yeah. Right? right? It's wow. it's through Christ that strengthens me. So so the only way that I can become meek yeah. is is by understanding that um one is I see God. I see God in all things. And, um, and knowing that God is my strength. He is my shield. 
right? And the only strength that I have, the only power that I have, the only ability is given from him, right? And if I can, if I can get a mindset of that, and I can get that into my heart, um, then uh, we have the ability, because God's going to put us into positions where we have authority, in positions where we have power, right? Yeah. And we have to realize, you know, this is where the... I don't know if you guys heard heard my sermon, but this is where the invisible turns visible. Yes, so it's it's yeah. it's where it's where you know all of a sudden God says I'm going to give you strength, authority, and power, and then He puts you in a position where you're actually operating in that, right? And how are you gonna how are you gonna react? Is this going to be the old man that says I did this, I'm able, I'm strong, or is it going to be the new man that says God put me here? It's God who's doing it. I'm going to rely on him and his strength. And if that's the case, right, it's easy for me to be meek in those situations. It's easy for me um, not to exercise my power and authority over those around me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. If I could add to that. Sure. You know, my feeling is, I think the key word between that comes to my mind, whether you're talking about humility or meekness, is submission. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And submission to me means taking the focus away from you and putting on God. Mm -hmm. you know? Because if you think you could do all things by yourself, then yeah. the focus is on you. Right. You know? yeah. And like you said before, Pastor West, you know, I could do all things through Christ, my Lord, who strengthens me. Yeah. Now you're putting the focus on God. Mm. You know? Amen. So therefore, you become humble, you become meek, you know, by submitting. Ha! Amen. <laughs> So, so I like what you said, John. So let's take it to the garden. Let's take it to the garden, right? <laughs> the meek man, the meek man says, "Not my will, Lord, be done, but Your will be done." Your will, right? Yeah. But Your will be done, right? Yeah. It's God's will in our lives, operating through us and in us, right. um, to to exercise our lives and everything that we do, right? That's the meek man, right? That's the meek man. So, yeah. so. You know, in this in this time that we find ourselves in, right? Um, people are afraid. They're fearful. They're panicking. Um, you know, how does how does a how does a Christian man, how does a son of God, operate in meekness in these times? Even even in even in our situations where we're stuck in a house with our significant others, right? Yeah. And we're spending a lot of time around them, so it could get to a point yeah. where you're kind of getting snippy at each other and, you know, those things. Yeah. You know, how do we how do we navigate through these times and still stay humble, still stay compassionate, still stay meek? Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, <laughs> from my point of view, it's patience. I have to have patience. Oh, jeez. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I'm a perfectionist. And if I don't have patience, uh, it's just, you know, I, I have to have patience. For these times, we have to have patience. We've got to, you know, focus on God, focus on the Word, as John uh, Simino mentions quite a few times, you know, and uh, I think that's what's going to get us through this, you know. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Patience. I like that. <clears throat> hmm. And you know what? You know what? As it, 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 I think about that, right? Um, and it's not so much even that we have patience for the situation, right? It's it's more we have patience so that God is continually producing this meekness in us, right? Because it's not something that we have it. Once we have it, we got it, and we, we're good, 
right? It's something that is continually being produced in us, right? Continually being made in us, right? And and as we as we allow God to continually produce this this virtue in us, right? We have to be patient, right? Because God's being patient with us. So it's yeah. it's, it's not even so much a, a patience in the the scenario or the situation, right? It's more a patience and just allowing God to do a work in us and not taking control yeah. of that. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Jeff. Um, I, I think part of it too is I, I would ask is where are your eyes? You know, if my eyes are on myself, mm. it's when I'm on my flesh and in my nature, um, if my eyes are on God, it's like, you know, for Donna and myself, it's, I look at it as, um, she's a gift. She's a gift from God. How am I going to treat yeah. it? And so, for, for you guys, for an acronym you're going to love is wait, wait, why am I talking, hmm. right? So when you look at that, you take a moment to wait, and why am I going to, what am I saying, why am I saying it? There's got to be something. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I in myself, or am I, my eyes up here? So, mm-hmm. anyway, for me, that's, that's, you know, a big thing, to keep my eyes off of myself. Hmm. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hmm. One of these things that we're doing now, it, it seems to, you know, even though it's sometimes a little bit boring, but you seem to, it has its advantages. Like I noticed, like me and Carol, we're, we're uh, reading more, we're seeing more things and all that. And the other day I was reading about the meekness of Christ. Here he had all his power and strength, but yet he let, it, let these people to, uh, to put him in this horrible death. And even when he, so that we would be like him. And then he asked forgiveness on these people that did it. If that isn't humble, I don't know what is. Amen. 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 Yeah, you know, I think of Christ and I think of um, what he went through. Yes. And he had all of the power and the authority, right? Yes, right. But yet, but yet he still allowed them to... To chain him yeah. to beat him to crucify yeah. him right um and that, if that's not a show of meekness i don't know what is uh, right what. um and what allowed him to do that what allowed jesus to be able to do that what allows you and i to be able to to do something to like that what's that Man, that's powerful right there, John. That's powerful right there, right? Yeah, Jesus rested in God, right? It's not even so much that it's not even so much that you know um, I'm I'm doing His will, right? If I could take that thought a little deeper, John, right? Because you're absolutely right, right? It's doing His will, but it's resting in God. It's actually it's actually allowing knowing that what I'm going through, what I what I'm experiencing. I trust God, and 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 because I'm resting in God, um, I'm gonna get through this. He's gonna work his way. He's gonna work me through this, even even to death. I'm trusting in God, right? And He's gonna work his way through. I totally trust God, right? Yes. And then His will becomes my will, right? Um, when I can tr- put my total trust in Him, right? Even in the stressful situation, even when I have all the authority, when I'm totally run hundred percent right and getting run through the cleaners. Right? Yeah. It's God that I trust in. Right? Amen. Yeah. 
And a lot of times, a lot of times, right, when, when we're in those situations and, and we're getting, you know, run through the cleaners and we're standing on righteousness, you know, we want to proclaim that, right? We want to say, hey, I'm right. You guys are wrong, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 and I can stand here on this righteousness because I'm right, right? Um, but, but God's saying, yeah, you know, trust me. Yeah, you might be right right here, right? Yeah. My son was right. Right. But there was a purpose behind it. See, a lot of times we don't we don't understand the purpose that God has going on in our lives and in our situations. Right. There's a purpose behind it. There was a purpose that Christ had to go to the cross so that we might have salvation. There was a purpose behind it. Right. Yeah. So God may have a purpose behind what we're experiencing, behind what we're going through. Right. And we and the only way that we can operate in a humble, compassionate, meek way is if we trust God. Right, we say, Lord, I trust you. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Right, right now, I know I'm, I haven't done anything. I'm standing on the side of righteousness, and everything still seems to be going against me. Right, they're still accusing me. They're still, you know, he's like, trust me, right. And when we do that, um, God for surely comes through in the end. Plus, His plan comes through, which is more important. Right, if we're talking about not our will but Your will, God, then it's it's more important His plan than our plan. Yeah. Right. At the sacrifice of our plan, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, I mean, we might all, we might all. I was thinking, Pastor West, that uh, even when we're right, that God is righter. <laughs> we're right because God made us right, but He sees the big picture. You know, we're only one small piece in the big picture. Uh, that's what I was thinking. You come out and said His plan, which is encapsulates it all. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're just a little piece and when we're right, his plan is right. So <laughs> Amen. even when we're right, we're Amen. right for us. You know what I mean? We're Amen. right for the situation, but it might not be the right time for us to be right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> doesn't it say you'll be persecuted for being righteous? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we have that's that's a that's some place that's a that's a word in a situation that you really have to be careful with, right? Yeah. Because the Pharisees thought they were righteous, right? Yeah, well, they you were know. working under the law. We're working under right. grace. But we could be Pharisees if we're not careful, right? We can be Pharisees. That's so Yeah. That's you know, but but you know, trusting in God's plan, you know, more so than our plan. You know, we all have desires, we all have um, ideas, we all have uh, dreams, you know, things that we love to see, even in Christ, in the ministry, in the things that we do, right? But the thing I learned, right, a while ago is, you know, someone someone told me, and, and I just held on to it, it said to hold on to, um, hold on to the things uh, that God's given you with a light touch, all right, meaning, meaning, don't don't grasp it, make it yours. Right, hold on to it lightly because because it's not yours. You know what I mean, and it can be taken away, right? If it's if it's in the will of God, so so we have to kind of you know hold our dreams and our desires and our our passions lightly, right? So that so that if God decides He wants to go an opposite way of what we think or believe, that we're able to maneuver with Him. Right. If not, um, we'll find ourselves going down the road by ourselves, and God's not there. Yeah. 
right? Because he's yeah. in a different way. Right. right. And that's, 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 that's meekness. Yeah, really. John, you said... They have to align, they have to align with, they have to align with him, you know? And that's where you get the, the that's where you get to be more humble and more meek is when you, even though your wills, your desires, your, your, your plans, you have to align them with God's. And if they're not, then that's the hardest part. The hardest part is the, the calling, you know what I mean? Making sure that it, it's God's will in you and not yours. Yeah. So that's the Amen. hardest part. Amen. 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 And, that, and that's the problem because God doesn't always show us his will, right? He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't always tell us um, his, his will in every situation, right? No. So we, we just have to kind of, we just have to kind of trust in the spirit of God to lead us and guide us. And when we, um, if we're looking for him and everything, um, we will see him and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he'll guide us, right? He'll guide us down the places of truth. And when we step off, he'll let us know. All right, hey, you're a little bit to the to the left of me or to the right of me. Get back in line here, right? And we and we have to be willing to kind of give up those things that we hold dearly, um, believing that they're God things, right? At times, and and you know, hey, they might be God things, but it might not be in His order of things, right? I, I always think of of uh, David, you know, when he's um, God says, you know, He wants the Ark in the city of Jerusalem and. David's like, yeah, let's go get it, right? And he runs out, grabs the ark, and in the process of bringing it, someone dies, right? It wasn't the right time. I mean, it was a God thing. It was God's will, but in the wrong timing, right? So a lot of times, God will give us things, right? He will tell us things, um, and we'll, we'll want to run out and do it because we, God's giving this to me. I want to go do it. But it might not be the right time. We have to wait for God's timing, Right, it could be his will, but in the wrong time, and it's still not going to be right. It's got to be in his will and in his timing. Right, then we'll see the anointing, we'll see, we'll see the power, we'll see the authority all come together. Right, and that's that's the tough part for us. Right, that's the tough part for us because um, we want to run out and do it. It's like if David, if David had 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 said when Samuel anointed him king, if he had started prancing around, I'm king. I'm king, right? No, it was God's will for him to be king, but it wasn't. He wasn't king in that moment, right? Well, actually, he was king in that moment, but he wasn't. He wasn't actually king in that moment, right? But in God's eyes, he was the king, right? But he had to wait for that time to come, for the timing and the will of God to be in line with each other, right? For the authority to uh, to overtake him, right? And sometimes we, and I think I think that has a lot to do with our conversation of being meek because. When he does that, he gives us authority. He gives us the power. But if we're not operating in the right timing of God, we can miss it. Right? And then what happens? The enemy comes in and says, ah, that wasn't God. See, that wasn't his will. That wasn't. You know what I mean? And we could potentially yeah. miss it. We've got to continually seek him. Right? We seek, we seek you shall find. It, it's seeking his will. It, you know, seek him. Seek him. You know, it's it, it like people think you're looking for him. No, you're you're trying to keep your spirit in touch with his spirit. You're trying to have your life controlled by the spirit of God in you so that you'll be doing his will. There's no other way. If, you know, if you're leaving it to the, to the spirit of God in you and you're seeking him out constantly, that makes you meek. 
it makes you humble. It makes you all of these things that we've been talking about because you're, you're taking your eyes off you, like Jeff said, taking your eyes off you constantly and constantly seeking his will. Yeah. Through the spirit. Through the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I, 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 I'm hearing, I'm hearing you, John, and I'm like, wow, that's awesome, man. That's good stuff right there. But so very hard to do. Well, it is hard. So very hard to do. In this world today, we want everything like fast, fast, fast. You can tell by the way they're going all the time. And one of the things we really need is a lot of patience. And sometimes that's one of my weak points is I'm not that patient, especially when I'm driving somewhere. Yeah. All of, all of, these, all of these things that we've been talking about, they're all my weak points. <laughs> one, one day, yeah, that's why you're talking about it. One day, one, day one day I got it, one day, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there, one day I'm there, and then... You know, one hour out there, and then I'm not there, so it's a constant battle. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's why I wanted to, you know, make sure I, I say this is this is something that's constantly being renewed in us, right? You don't, yeah. you don't get it, and you have it, and I'm good. You know right. what I mean? It's constantly being renewed in you. It's constantly yeah. being uh, developed in you by God and through God. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm glad that He does it that way because it, it keeps me connected. Right, it keeps me. It keeps me seeking. It keeps me uh, fighting. It keeps me pushing forward in relationship with him. Right. Yeah. If 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 once and for all I had it, then I'd probably become good. God, I got it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But like John said, if I'm if I'm in it one minute, I'm out of it the next minute. I'm in it. I'm out of it. I'm you know I'm fighting the good fight. That's what Paul said. Right. You're fighting the good fight. And and if we're fighting the good fight, that means the only way we can fight the good fight is to stay connected to God. The only way you can fight the good fight is to stay in his right. presence and in relationship right. with him. Yeah. You know, that's the Thank only way. Amen. Amen. Alan, how we doing in there, brother? You all right? Yeah, today, yeah. Awesome, man. Yep. <laughs> good. Good. How was your week? Uh, a little stressful, but okay. Amen. 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 God's with Amen. you, brother. God is with you. So, uh, so, how do we, how do we, how do we continue to uh, navigate through these next few weeks, next few months? All right, we don't know when or if this thing is going to be lifted. You know, I, I feel as though uh, we've, as a, as a nation, maybe even as the world, we've done kind of a shift in thinking. And I don't think that where everyone wants to go back to the way things used to be or the way things were, yeah, but I don't think we're, I don't really think we're ever going to see that yeah. again. Yeah. You know, I really don't. I think, well, I think we're in, we're in, we find ourselves in a new area. Yeah. <coughs> it's always a new era. <laughs> we're going to have to 911. Now you can't go on a plane without getting frisked. <laughs> That's true, Ed. You know, and 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 hey, now now we might find ourselves in a, in a new a new thing, man. You know, um, God's doing a new thing. Yeah, just think I gotta stay six feet away from you now <laughs> <laughs> with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, the funny thing is, is this isn't the first pandemic I've been through. 
was a young boy, we were through a polio epidemic, and it was terrible. <clears throat> and, and all the kids, well, the kids were getting it, and they were in iron lungs and everything. Everybody knew somebody had polio. You couldn't go swimming, you couldn't do anything. It was in the summer. Yeah. All finding a courageous doctor that came out with a vaccine that hmm. they were bad medicine at the time. Well, yeah, Ed, Ed, you bring up you bring up a good point, Ed, because this is not the first pandemic that God's been through no. either. <laughs> no, no, you know, he's yeah. he's he's been through them all, right? Yeah. And if we look back, you know, in the scriptures, when 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 plague or or pandemic uh, came across the land, right? Um, God's people survived. Yes. You know, God's yeah. people made it through. And, and and you know what else? If you look, you see his power most in those times. Right? Yes, true. That's very right? true. We see his power most in those times. Yeah. Right? It was, hey, it was a, it was a, uh, uh, a drought in the land. It was, um, uh, there was no food. People were starving in the land that brought, um, that brought Jacob and his sons to uh, Egypt. Right? Yeah. Um, it was a drought in the land, right? Uh, starvation in the land. When, um, yeah. when, oh my, now my mind's getting blank on me. When Samuel, right, fed the, mm. the woman, right? Through the, through the, yeah. the meal and the water, right? So, yeah. you know, God shows up in these times and he's, he's around, right? He's doing miracles, right? We just have to have the eyes to see him. And call it what it is, you know, um, not be afraid to do that, right? And be strong. You know, God's given you strength. He's given you power. He's given you the authority, but not to abuse it and not to make it yours, but to have it, you know, as a strength from him, right? Especially, and and it's in these times that, you know, our meekness, it's in these times that our humility, it's in these times that our compassion should flare up, right? It It should be like a bright light right now, right? It should... Because these are challenging times. It, it's, they're being challenged. And when something like this is challenging um, the spirit of God in us, right, that spirit's going to stand up. That spirit's going to flare. It's going to be like a brighter light that's uh, being shined outwardly uh, versus any other time, right? Um, during good times, um, plentiful times, right, that spirit might be, might be light in us. It might not be that dormant. And it's easy for us to walk in that, right, in those times. But it's in times like these... It's in times like these that it, it's a struggle. It's a, it's a fight, right? Because of everything that's coming against it. You know, all the news, all, you know, all the media, all the, you know, everybody's saying the opposite, you know, of what God is, is saying. And he's just saying, I'm here. Trust me. Lean into me. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get you through it. This is, yeah, this, is, this is also the time past the West where the harvest is the greatest. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
get the world to get this country back towards him. And yeah. people have to realize that that's what this is. It's it's just another it's just another invitation, yeah. another warning, and and God's God slowly stepping back and saying, okay, they can do it by themselves. I'm going to step back and take my protection away from them, and let's see how they do now. Yeah. yeah. True. 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 Yeah. True. That's good. Well, they, you know, it, it's, it's, we believe that, um, or I've heard anyway, that, you know, when the church is taken up, that it, the, the greatest revival ever is going to take place, right? Um, you know, I, I see, I see people, um, a lot of people flocking towards God uh, right now, right? And that's, that's a great thing. Um, my, my fear and my prayer is, is that, um, just like anything, we're human, and as human beings, when times are stressful or scary, you know, we run towards God. But when things calm down, we, we say, all right, God, we're good now. See you later. Yep. You know, yeah, and, we, yeah. and we fall away. Right. Yeah. Um, and my, so my prayer is that all the people that are flocking towards God would stay with God, even when stay this with changes. Right? Not Amen. You know, not fall yeah. away. That's, right. That's good. Yeah. Right. It seems like every time there's a disaster, more people come to God. Yeah, but it's up, it's up to, it's up to us. It's up to us. Stay? It's up to us to help feed them, to help water them, to to keep them here, to to educate them. To, to you know what I mean? It's up to us. Yeah, yeah. But so you're only responsible. You're only responsible for planting the seed. Hmm. Uh, you can water it. You can you can oh, yeah. it. You can keep it. You can keep it safe. So, I mean, it's it's up to us. That whatever God uses to get you here, it doesn't matter what brings you to God, as long as it brings you to God. But the people around you that are coming to God, step out, encourage them, take them under your wing, try to try to be more helpful, try to keep them like Pastor West is doing for the men here. You know what I mean? If it, if it wasn't for these classes here. Who knows where we would be? You know what I mean? We'd be falling yeah. back. So God used, God's using Pastor West in the church to keep us men looking in the right direction and keep us guided and moving. And we have to take these same things to people that we know in our lives that are coming to God and water them and trim Amen. them and feed them. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So true. Yeah, you, you have to be the light. You can't, you can't take what God's given you and hoard it, right? It's like the manna, right? It's like the manna, right? So the manna, they'd go out and get it for that day, but it was only yeah. good for that day, right? And they had to go out the next day and get it. You know, this is like manna. You you have to take it and you have to give it out, right? You have to give it. And yeah. when you give it, God gives you more, right? And he actually gives you more than he gave you before when you give it out. Um, but if you try to hoard it, right, you're going to end up losing it, right? Yeah. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So the meek shall possess the earth, right? Yeah. The meek shall possess the earth, right? That's, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you'll own it. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, the, the meek, the, those that are able to, to um, have the power and the authority, but yet know that it's God's, right? Yeah. Because in, yeah, in the end, the earth is God's creation, right? It's, it's his, all of it. And then what he's going to do is he's going to give he's going to give it to us, right? But it's still his, 
right? Yeah. So only those that really get that, right? Yeah. He's going to give it to them, right? So the meek, yeah. the meek will possess the earth because the meek know that it's not theirs. It's God's. And that everything that happens there, everything that's going to happen there is all to God's will and God's plan, right? Um, and, and, and they're okay with that, right? They're not, they're not given... See, a lot of us, right? A lot of us, God would give us a territory and we become dictators in that territory, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we, we, yeah we, become, we become tyrants yeah. in that territory, right? But, but the meek are those that God's going to be able to give, give the earth to. You give a territory to, and they're gonna they're gonna be able to rule and guide with compassion and humility because they know one, it's not theirs, it's God's, and they're gonna trust in God and everything that they do and everything that they say, um, so that God is being glorified in it, right? And, and and you know, I mean, I think that's the thing. Like since this whole thing has started uh, with me, is just kind of like saying, no man, what a great opportunity we have right now, right, to show God to people and who we are, right, in our lives. Yeah. And what yes. we do and how we do it and how we react to things. What a great opportunity we have to show people God, right? Yeah. And, and, and are we doing that? You know, are we doing that? Are we, are we being good witnesses to the world, right? Because, yeah. it, because in these times that, that the world looks and says, well, what are the Christians doing? What are those that believe in God? What, how are they? Are they operating in the same way as everyone else, right? Are they operating differently, you know? And, 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 and what's going on with them? All right, now if we're walking um, in the right alignment with God, if we're allowing his will to be done in our lives, if we're seeking him and trusting in him and what we do, then he's going to shine through us, right? And other people are going to see it. And they're going to be like, wow, wow, you know, man, everybody was going through this thing crazy and scared and, and panicking. And man, you were just floating right through this thing, right? Yeah, true. Um, that's true. Right. And even even and guess what, guys, guess what? You know, as much as as we want to say, hey, you know, uh, because I'm faithful and believe in God that I won't catch this thing. Right. Christians will catch this thing. Right. But but the thought that comes to mind is is when the Pharisees brought the blind man to Jesus and he said, what has what sins has this man's fathers and parents done that he would be born blind? And Jesus response to that was you got it all wrong. He was born blind for the glory of God so that in this moment he would be healed and you would see it and God's glory would be seen. Right. So so there might be those that get sick that are Christians, but it might be for the glory of God. Right. It might be so that they can still trust and believe and work through God in this. And then at, through that sickness, through their faith in God, others will see it and be like, wow, even when you were sick, you trusted and believed in, in God and God brought you through this thing. And I saw God in you. Right. That's going to be, a, those are going to be the most powerful testimonies, right? Yeah. That, that we'll see. Those are going to be the yeah. most powerful ones, right? So, so, you know, in this time, you know, guys, I know it's easier said than done, right? I, yeah. I, I, I believe right now, right, the rubber is meeting the road, right? It's, it's, it's dead solid on the roadway, right? And we're being challenged uh, to be who God's called us to be. Right. Um, no, we have a choice to make. We can be sons of God and operate within that. Or we can be sons of the world. Right. And operate within that. Right. Yep. It's a choice. It's a choice that you have to make. Right. Um, and everything, everything counts on it. Everything rests on it. Right. On your choice. Everything. It does. Right. Everything. Because if, if we make the wrong choice. Right. 
Um, that spells disaster, right? Um, if we make the right choice, right, everything is there for you. Even the earth, right? Even the earth, right? So, I don't know, man. Stay, stay faithful. Stay uh, connected, right? Um, the, 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 I think right now what the enemy wants is because we're so isolated that he wants to isolate us. Right, he wants to separate us. He wants to 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 divide us, right, with our own thoughts, our own thinking, and uh, so that we can get lost in this thing, right? But don't don't allow that to happen. Stay connected, yeah. right? If you got brothers um, in Christ that you yeah. you have relationships with, stay connected to them, call them, talk yeah. to them, you know, share yeah. with them, you know, your struggles yeah. and what's going on in your life. So that yeah. so that God can continue to operate in us even in in the situation. Yeah. For God, it's it's not an issue of walls. Walls are not an issue for Him, right? The fact that we're stuck in our individual homes it's not an issue for God, right? He can still connect us. He can still bring us close together, right? We just have yeah. to have the willingness to reach out, the willingness to to um, to want to commune with our fellow brothers and and the, and the compassion. To reach out to them and, yeah. and, and really care that they're going, they might be going through something, they might be feeling something, and um, yeah. and really kind of loving on them in this moment, right? Uh, that yeah. that's what God's calling us for right now, yeah. guys. All right? It'd be easy to hide in your house, man, and do nothing, right? Be easy yeah. to do that, All right? But faith says, step out. Faith says, hey, I yeah. know, I know, my brother Jeff is struggling. Let me call him. Let me reach out to him. Yeah. Right? I know my brother yeah. John. Is struggling. Let me reach out to him. You know, let me call him. Um, let me talk to him. Let me send him encouragement. You know what I mean? Let me encourage him. You know, whatever the spirit is 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 discerning in you. It doesn't mean you have to run over there and give him a hug, right? That would be reckless. Right? What it does mean is, what it does as much as you might want to, right? As much as you might want to, but what it, what it does mean is that hey, you know what? I, I care about you, right? I love you, and because of that, you know, uh, I'm here for you, right? Yeah. And together we can get through this, right? And that's why God's brought his people together. That's why that's why we're called a family, because in tough times, family pulls together, right? They do. In the dark yep. times, family pull together, right? So now he's looking to see if we're going to want to pull together, if we're going to allow his light to shine in us, if we're going to if we're going to allow all the teachings, all the classes, all the meetings that we went through, right? Yeah. When times were good and everybody like, hoorah, hoorah, God, yay, right? If we're going to put yeah. that stuff to practice. Right now, right? Put it yeah. to practice, right? And be the sons instead of uh, yeah. that we're called to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, there's no, yeah. well, there's no doubt this is different. You know, I kind of like human contact. I like to be together and talk together instead of on a TV screen or a computer screen. And I generally like to go out once in a once or twice a week just to go out to eat and to socialize with my friends. But that seems to be taken away, but I guess we can keep keep, keep in contact with one another. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be in a yeah. Zoom setting, right? It could just yeah. be a phone call, right? Yeah. yeah. It can be a, a FaceTime with your, with your brother, yeah. just a FaceTime, one-on-one. -on -one. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be in this setting all the time, you know, um... And it's in those intimate times, those one-on-one -on -one times, that really God moves and really things change in sure those he moments. Does. Sure he does. You know. All right. Well, it looks like we're coming down on the end of our our hour here. 
And I just wanted to, uh, I want to thank, I want to thank you guys for coming in, you know, uh, taking your time to get up in the morning and, and just kind of come on that. That means a lot to me. And I know that, you know, God will bless you. Um, let's, uh, let's end in some prayer. Uh, Jeff, would you mind leading us out in prayer? Father, and just thank you, Father, that uh, you're yes. bringing us together, Lord. I thank you for thank the work you. that you're thank doing you. in each and every one of us, Lord. Thank you. There's a recalibration that's going on, Lord, right now. And yes. I just uh, thank you that we can be that light, light on the hill, Father. I'd ask that you would give us opportunities to share your love, your grace, and your mercy, Father. Father, I ask that my brother be protected during this week, during this time. Oh, yes, thank you. We just are, that hedge of protection is around the corner. Yes, put a hedge of protection on they are us, just, all of us, Lord. Keep sickness away from us. Being that uh, light, Father, all things that we do. Lord, I just love you, and I just I just want that to be grow. I want, you know what, Father? I, I just leaning on, leaning on my heart, um, knowing your ways, Father. I know, I know your acts. Father, but I want to know your ways. Hallelujah. Closer to you, Father. Hallelujah. Have your way. That, that, that just, that just, we just come against anything that might come against your word, Father. Uh, yeah. We stand in that gap as men of God, Father, as your sons, Lord. And we just remain faithful to you and realize who we are in you. Father, I just ask and thank you for these times of togetherness, Lord. And I just lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for coming in this week and just uh, sitting with the men of God as uh, we talked about meekness in the time of darkness. And uh, we just uh, thank you that you took the time to come in, listen, and we pray that uh, you continue uh, to come back and and check us out each and every time. And and we pray that also that uh, God would encourage you that you might be the son that he's called you to be. Stand up for the Lord. Let your light shine and be blessed. This is Pastor Wes, and I wanted to say thank you for tuning in. God bless you.